0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Female Entrepreneur's Journey, Episode 3. If you did not know from the first episode, just giving you a heads up, is that the format for this will be one solo episode, one guest episode, and kind of switching back and forth. I'm going to start out with this episode being mostly about lessons I've learned for self-care for solopreneurs, if that's even a real thing, and everything like that, so stay tuned because this is gonna be a good one.
1: You're listening to The Female Entrepreneur's Journey. The good, the bad, and the branding with Danielle Clem the weekly podcast created for fellow entrepreneurs. Whether just starting out, established in your business, or simply testing out the waters, we're here to put the real back in entrepreneurial reality. Each episode guides you through the different paths walked and lessons learned by fellow bosses, how they got through it, and tips that got them there, sprinkled in with a little business branding and a whole lot of heart. One question is, are you ready to dive in? Here's your host, designer, marketer, and frequent iced coffee drinker, Danielle Clem.
0: Hey everyone, Danielle here. Just a quick friendly heads up before we get started that we have a community over on Facebook created for women just like you. Called the Female Biz Journey Insider Group. So you can find that over on Facebook and it'll be down in the show notes here to help you with any extra info, resources, or anything else that the guests or myself want to throw at you. So if that sounds good to you, then head over there and we can talk a little bit more. Now let's get started with the show. Okay, guys. So I know we've all heard about it because I've heard it every Every single place that I've been, but self care, detoxing, relaxing—whatever word you use for it—is something that I think we all struggle with. And I wanted to bring this up in one of the first episodes because if I don't start out with it now, then it'll be hard once I go more into the techie side of certain uh, episodes, like ones that are about um, clients, or sometimes I'll do ones about social media. And I want to start out with this being about you guys forward and the journey of it because the journey is not always, I mean, the journey is never really all linear. You don't go one straight way. If you do, hit me up because I want to see how that happened and if we can somehow replicate that because that'd be awesome. But for right now, we kind of have to be where we're at and kind of sit with that and that's okay. So today I'm going to tell you guys all about what obstacles and the journey I've had for self-care, kind of how it's gone for me and Hopefully it helps you guys or makes you relate to uh, what I'm saying, so let's get started. Okay, so this journey for for me being a female entrepreneur or small business owner, whatever label or title you want to call it, has been interesting because before I started down this road, I was doing different jobs as we all do for customer service or retail or food, all that kind of things, and it was a lot easier to balance those um, those two life and work and school and whatever else you had going on or what I had going on because when you left work, you were done. like You didn't have to stay there or have to go do extra work when you got back home like how you did when you had school. It was just you're in, you're out, clock in, clock out, and you're done. But as we all know that being an entrepreneur, a small business owner, There really isn't that moment. Even when you're out with friends or family, like I was just out with friends and family this weekend, I was still thinking about what can I do to help my business, how can I help reach more people who need to hear my message or help them with a service that I I provide through website design or social media, whatever it might be. And I think that's something that's interesting is that when you go down this road, whether you're starting out in a side, uh, side hustle or side gig, or you're doing this full time, or you've been doing it full time for years. Is that you know self care or giving yourself time to breathe is really difficult. And shout out to all my fellow perfectionists out there who, or overachievers who want to put all of your time and energy into your business, and that's awesome. And that's pretty much what I do almost every hour of the day when i'm not sleeping but i noticed especially when i was launching my first course that it's really affecting your health and i'm not going to get too much into that because i am not a uh, registered you know dietitian or anything like that so if you want to learn more about that i can give you some great people who i know are awesome at talking about health stuff but this is more of the the mental aspect of it because mentality really does play a huge factor for when you own a business. And I don't think that's talked about enough. And again, I will mention more of like my own mental endeavors later on, but right now I want to stick more to self-care and what happens when you don't do it. Like I didn't. So let's go down the road of when I first launched my online course. So most of the ways that I do my business, whether it's first year, second year, going on forward, is that when I have an idea and it's particularly one that I like, I run full force at it like I go all in I think you know (laughs) sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad that I do that but that's just how my brain and how I operate so early 2018 late 2017 I think it was was when I was noticing a lot more people interested about uh, Facebook chatbots and again not going to get too much into what those are if you want to know um you can go to my uh website. I have a whole blog post on that, danielleclem.com slash blog, um, and you can look all up at that if you want to, but for right now, we're just going to talk about kind of the journey part of it. So, I noticed a lot of people needed help about what they were, how to put them on their Facebook or on their website, because fun fact, you can do a good amount with them whenever you actually learn more about them, and I thought, okay, this would be a great way to um, find more people who need help, you know, be able to help people passively, because online course, as you guys know, um, you don't, for the most part, don't have to be fully engaged in it, whoever creates it, unless you do, like, weekly live videos, which I did do. But because of that, I knew that there would be a lot of work up front, and then it would be a little bit easier, quote-unquote, easier, after I finish it. So I began down the road of writing all the outlines, because I did about, I did four modules, and then one free module, so technically five. I think there is two to three episodes, two to three episodes, my goodness, two to three videos per time with workbooks and to-dos and action items and all that kind of stuff. So there's a good amount of work to do. And I think this was early, early, early January when the first Facebook Uh, apocalypse article came out from Mark Zuckerberg for all the business owners knowing that their reach would be cut down even more. I said, okay, I need to have this up by end of January so I can get it out at this time and I need to be able to do X, Y, and Z so that I can create this community by the end of 2018 because most people should know about how to use it by then, da-da-da, and I was just going everywhere. My brain was just running all around, so I gave myself about, I would say about three weeks to really create edit, upload, and structure the whole course, which is not a huge amount of time, to be honest. And I noticed that there'd be times where I was editing, and I love editing. I love a good amount of what I do. Obviously, there's some parts that we all know, like emails that are our favorite thing to do, but I'm actually okay with editing, but it can just take a while. So I noticed I would stay up until 1 or 2 a.m. and then wake up early because my body is now adjusted to waking up around 7 a.m., without alarm, which is a blessing and a curse when you want to sleep in, uh, which sleeping in would just be half an hour more to me would be sleeping at this point. But anyway, I was going through it all and I was noticing that my shoulders were really tight. My back was really tight. I felt really lethargic and just overall exhausted. And when I finally launched it, and mind you, at that point, I did not even think about marketing it because I was so focused on the creation and upload process of it that once I finally finished it, it was just like, okay, well now I have to basically go another two weeks to fully market it and have the email sequences up and have all of these type of things and realize that, you know, there's always going to be something. And I was running myself into a hole and I did (laughs) run myself into a hole, but it's because there never really is an end and I always forget that and that's why I created this podcast too is because I also need a reminder for myself to know that, you know, there'll always be things on your list to do. You'll always have priorities. You'll always have whatever you have on your planner or schedule, which I always have. It's hard to really allow yourself to breathe and I think those whole first two or three weeks, I did not really work out that much. I didn't really stretch um, barely the meditation, and my brain runs a mile a minute, so to not have anything like that made it really difficult sometimes, and I noticed that I needed to put some steps into action to help so that this doesn't keep happening over and over again. So, the first thing I did was I tried to do, or tried to go to a massage. I've gone to about two or three in my lifetime. They're good, you know, depending on who you go to, and I went to someone who was a mutual friend. She was great, and she's like, you have about 12 knots in your back. And I was like, that that makes a lot of sense. And she told me also, if a lot of you don't know, I do kickboxing. I'm trying to train for a fight this year. And the way that we have to stand is our shoulders have to be up and shrugged. um, Like the traditional, I don't know emoji stance. So you can protect yourself when your hands are higher up. And it means that you get a lot of knots that start to form in the middle of your back and underneath your shoulder caps which are super not fun and I realized that no matter how many massages I would get it's not going to really fix the problem until I figure out alternate ways around it and I'm going to let you guys know right now I do not have a foolproof way I constantly change my schedules uh, my routines I mean other than my night routine of taking off my makeup washing my face those kind of things that stay there always the extra stuff or still necessary, but not uh, urgent stuff, I can sometimes move around. So my self-care routine is kind of when I need it, I need it, and I, I try and do something about it. So knowing that, and knowing that basically continuing down this road of kickboxing and working and sitting down and having my shoulders up anyway from riding on a desk was going to continue to have problems, I had to make a decision about how I wanted to move forward. Do I want to have problems later on do I want to worry about this going forward and I realized it's not worth it in the sense of it's not worth me hurting my my well shoulders hurting myself in that way so I had to make proper steps for it so one of the things that I try and do each and every day is throughout the day if I start to feel really anxious or stressed or I can start to feel sometimes as you guys probably know when you start to feel really stressed, you can start to feel your knots or feel the tension in your back or wherever you guys get it. And I have to basically just take a moment, take a couple deep breaths to kind of like release some of the tension that I can at that time and go from there. And that seems to be helping out. Not saying it's foolproof or it's going to fix it completely, but it helps take off the immediate tension off of that. Something that I'm also looking into as well is I've done Foam rollers. I've done tennis balls on your back, which, fun fact, those are really not fun, but they help out a lot. And the next one I'm going to look for is there's like a spiked foam ball, which I have never tried, but if they can get into the ones that are underneath my shoulders, that would be fantastic. But the thing is, is that down this road of self care and after the, the online course launch and all of this going forward, because I don't plan to stop moving forward or I don't plan on being slower in my business, I have to adjust myself accordingly. And knowing that is that I have to find what works for myself. And as we speak, actually earlier today, I got some essential oils that one of them is an energy blend, which I'll let you guys know how that is later in the week because I just bought it an hour ago. (laughs) It smells great. I love them. I like how they smell, but I'll let you know the actual effects of them. But I think it's great to talk about that self-care Really, that term in general, as you'll hear from one of the upcoming guests who's actually a self-care coach, Casey Dreyer, Uh, she's awesome too. But self-care is a really broad term, as we all know, and it can be really difficult when you hear that term to really find things that work for you, whether that is going down the road of meditation or yoga or anything like that. It's really about what you will stick to because oddly enough, I have a lot of ideas. I have a lot of things that I want to do that I go full force at, but once you get halfway or once I get halfway, I start to start to pitter out from energy, exhaustion, and that kind of, um, those kind of things. So I have to be, I have to be cognizant. I have to remember that it's not always about getting things done right then and there, even though I love to, like I love to, I have to realize my body still needs sleep. I need to give myself that time, whether it's taking those couple deep breaths or going to exercise. And again, I don't think that I've found the right combination yet to where it's foolproof, but for me, those work for right now. And I kind of want to take a moment for anyone who's listening, whether you're in the car or whether you're just relaxing at home, is what are you currently doing? What are you currently doing with whenever you get stressed, when you start to feel those uh, knots in your back get tighter, or your body starts to tense up, or you can't sleep, or all of these things that you have going on? Are you doing anything to actively try out? I'm not saying do you have a routine because I think self-care routines are temporary. Um, For most of us small business entrepreneurs or business owners, uh, I think that you need to find a couple things that you like, and kind of just see where you can put them into your life. I don't think that a routine is applicable for a lot of people for self care. It's it's hard enough to get people to take five minutes to take a couple deep breaths rather than um, have a whole routine dedicated to it. So I want to see you know what do you what do you do for yourself? Do you go out to the movies sometimes? Which I will say that I actually have not gone in a couple months. Um, I plan on going actually to see A Wrinkle in Time. Hopefully that will be good. Oprah's in it, which I am excited for. And it's supposed to be visually appealing, which maybe if I get enough done today, I'll try and see it tomorrow because it's $5 movie day over where I live. Also, if you guys didn't know that, your theater might be doing $5 a day. So if you have kids, it's a really great way of going for a cheap outing in the afternoon. Anyway, side tangent, you know, are you doing things that you've been wanting to do. For example, what have you tried that you didn't necessarily like? Or what are you doing right now that you don't seem to really care about? For example, when I was doing meditation, I was doing one that was, I'll have to look it up later, but it's something like visualization or uh, um, something that was, maybe it was mindful uh, breathing that I just couldn't get into. I think it was actually, which might be controversial, controversial for some people, I tried the Headspace app and I actually didn't care for it for myself just because I need a little bit more of structure and this is the way that his goes didn't work for me and I tried so much to force myself to like it, to force myself to do it and realized that that's not what self-care, that's not what helping yourself is about, it's not about (laughs) forcing yourself to do things you don't want to do, you already have enough of that in your life, we don't need to do more of that, it's more about finding What works for you at that time. And one of my future guests who I love, Sahara Rose, she talks about one of the morning morning routines that we should be doing called tongue scraping, which she'll get into later. But basically, you scrape your tongue with a uh, tongue scraper to help get off bacteria and all that uh, fun stuff. And, you know, traditional Eastern medicine says to do it for about 20 minutes. But truly, it's about, you 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 can do one minute, two minutes, three minutes, whatever works for you. And I think you have to realize that, and that I have to as well, is that it doesn't have to be a set amount of time, like 10 minutes or 20 minutes, or some people do, you know, a couple hours of meditation every day. Good for you. I applaud you. I want to know how you got there. But also, I realize that I'm not at that time right now where I can allot a couple hours every day to meditate, or I can't uh i don't have the priority of making that my priority so for anyone who's out there who's been struggling with trying to figure out how to do self-care or how to find more relax in your day it's not about forcing yourself to do anything it's not about forcing yourself to take off things off of your planner or off of your schedule it's truly and so so much about what you like doing because I've done this for years where I would try out a new thing, try and push forward forward with it, even though I didn't like it. And that's every single time is when I would stop doing it. I finally found something like actually morning walks are hands down one of my favorite things to do. Because it allows me to have that time to kind of relax, a little bit active. I don't force myself. And I just listen to an audiobook, fun fact. Currently, re listening to You Are a Badass at Making Money. Jensen Sarah is awesome. And I think that that works great for me, and that's okay. I don't think we have to go in a way that a lot of people might do where I need to work out or I need to be healthy. So I'm going to use that morning walk to be a run instead. And instead of listening to an audiobook, I'm going to listen to an informational webinar to try and learn as much as I can. But it's in reality, if you're not ready for that or if you're not willing to, run five miles in the morning with a webinar in your ear, don't do it because it's not going to actually help you at the end of the day. And I know it's hard to hear sometimes, but I think that it needs to be said is that whatever resonates with you most, whatever, whatever you have done that you seem to love or you want to pick back up again, do those things. Don't do things that even if research says that it's the best thing to do, if you've done it and you feel like it's taking out teeth for yourself, just, just don't, don't go there right now. Maybe later on, maybe a year or two down the road, you'll come back to it and revisit it and think that you want to go down maybe meditation again or walking or whatever it might be. But if you feel like that is torture, you're not going to do it long term. And this is all about figuring out what works for you at at this current time. So, I think it'd be really great for you, for you listeners or anyone out there, is to look back in the last 2 or 3 years or even this last year And what have been one or two things that has been on your mind that you've been wanting to do and it will go away for a little bit and then come back up or that you've done before and you really want to get back into. And if you have those that are popping into your mind right now, I want you to try and put those into your schedule this week, whether it's trying to do it once a week, whether it's trying to do it once on weekends and see how that worked for you. Because for me, even myself, I am slowly integrating in some self-care practices that I enjoy rather than before when I was trying to do uh, 10 of them before bed and then somehow fall asleep. No, it's all about what you, what would work best for you. So now that I went off that self-care tangent, because even though that's a huge thing about what I want to talk about today, I also wanted to give you guys some real tips and lessons that you can use for your business. Um, So one of the things that I wanted to mention too was some A lesson that I learned this week or last week was all about not comparing ourselves to others. And I think this can happen a lot when people do unfollow and follow on Instagram where you follow people who are in your similar industry and all those kind of things that it's actually not helpful in the sense of unfollow, follow for Instagram. Please, please stop doing that because it's not helping anything I mean, I've seen it happen, people have done it to me or my clients, and the reason why it doesn't work is because you're not forming real connections. Truly, it's because you're following them maybe like in a pic picture or two, maybe commenting one word, amazing or awesome, and then realizing that they didn't follow you back in a couple of days and you drop them or you have chat or you have uh, bots on Instagram which super super highly unadvised don't use bots on instagram those ones are the ones that you always see like amazing with a uh a thumbs up or a smiley face but it's people can see that a mile away and i had one of the people that i follow actually tries to comment back at the bot saying i know you're a bot stop doing this because the thing is is even with instagram being so curated there's still a person behind that screen that's posting whatever they're posting. Um, And they would love to know your thoughts or they'd love to know more about you or any uh, messages or uh, thoughts you have on their photo or who they are. Um, Granted, hopefully it's good things, but I think that that's something that needs to be talked about too is even the algorithms for Facebook and Instagram, they all favor long comments, which means comments that are four words or more. So, the, the reason for that is that you have those more human connections because, I mean, if you were to comment on a, fam- a family or friend's picture that was um, something about them going to see a show or a trip and you just put, great, you wouldn't do that. You would try, you're invested in that person. So, you would say, that looks like so much fun. Let me know how it was, anything like that. And we have to look that way towards our followers or toward the, towards our clients or whoever it is. You have to invest in them because that's when they'll invest back in you. For example, when I have clients, I put my heart and soul into them. Even though there might be some times where I might not be able to reply back for a couple of hours because I'm doing stuff like this, where I'm doing the podcast, when I do lives or when I do when I email them, I give them as much as I can because. It's not about withholding. It's not about the numbers. It's about having that engagement and having those people who spend time on your feed because, in reality, they're spending time with a part of you that you're showing. And that's what Facebook wants. That's what Instagram wants because they want, one, for them to stay on the actual app, uh, but they they want you to interact. They want that meaningful conversation. So, I want you to go forward to whatever person you like or maybe a client that you want to have when you comment on their stuff or when you have people comment on yours try and do forward replies and ask them a question whether it's maybe you post a picture about your new service and they said that sounds awesome and say okay great you know how has your day been what is what's your favorite part about the service what intrigued you most and that way it starts to slowly train them into wanting to Uh, learn more about yourself and training them more so that they can write longer comments because that's what it's about. It's about fostering those conversations and in any conversation there would be questions. You wouldn't just say cool, nice, great back and forth. Hopefully not, but that's just a really good note to... Mention, I think, for anyone who hasn't been on my Instagram Lives before, I usually do those once a week and give tips like this. And this is one of them because I don't think people know about it enough. Is when you foster those connections, ask questions, give longer comments that are meaningful. That's when people start to develop that relationship with you, and that's when you get more of those the followers and clients that you really enjoy because they're invested in you. One of the lessons and challenges that I've had, like I said before, was is the comparison, and that's why I did a post on it. And that's why I created this podcast is because it's not always about looking at others. It's not looking about others present. It's about seeing where you are and where you want to go with it. So I hope that this helps you guys, whether it was for self-care, whether you're gonna start posting more questions for your uh, followers, whether it's forming more genuine connections that will lead to better engagement. All of this is meant to help you. So moving forward. I hope that helps you guys. And lastly, one quote that I think would help uh, embody this comparison problem, which I actually posted about uh, recently, was embrace the pace of your own journey. So, hope this, guys, helps you out. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. See you then.
1: Thanks for listening to The Female Entrepreneur's Journey with Danielle Clem. If you like our show and want to know more, check out the show notes to join in the Insiders Facebook group, or please leave us a review on iTunes. Join us next week for another dose of business, branding, and everything in between. See you then.